Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 191. Today, I've got another live coaching session that I'm going to be sharing with you. This one came from my advanced level leadership coaching program. It's called Next Level Leadership. But I am telling you, this is so good. I, at the time of me recording this, the session literally was yesterday. The second we were done, I messaged um, one of uh, my team members and I said, we have to get that as a podcast as soon as possible because I just knew that all of you are going to get so much value out of this. So here's essentially the scenario. So Anne-Marie, which is one of our new students in the program, she's been a longtime supporter of ours and been watching me all the way back to the early days of live video on Periscope. But she is a French-speaking Canadian. She lives in Canada. And she is struggling trying to open up that market for her company. And she desperately wants to do it, but here's what she's running up against. She's getting little to no support from her company. She Imagine this. She's literally in an area that is predominantly almost all French-speaking with no French materials, no videos, no documents. Uh, you know, The website is, is barely even where it needs to be. So her question is, what do I do? Like, how can I possibly overcome this obstacle? And I walk her through a process that helps give her a very different perspective. It is, there's such a powerful shift that happens in this episode. I can't wait for you to hear this. So listen, maybe you're somebody that has run up against something like that. You're in a newer company that doesn't have all the support materials that you feel you need in order to be successful. This is going to be for you. Maybe you don't have the upline support that you feel you need, right? You just don't have somebody that you can look up to to do three-way calls and things like that for you. This episode is going to be for you. Maybe you're somebody that's just trying to open up a new market. doesn't necessarily have to be a new country, but you're struggling with finding the support you need in that area. Regardless, you are going to get so much value out of this because essentially what we're really running up against in all of these examples, it's a belief issue. It's really just a belief issue. Whether you believe you can or can't, you will absolutely be right. So I walk Anne-Marie through this process. I know you are going to love this episode. So buckle your seatbelts up. Get ready. I am about to really, really, if I have to say, call some of you out because you know I love doing that. But I only do it because I love and I care about you and I want to see you win. That's the reason why I needed to give this episode to you. This is going to be the gut punch that a lot of you need, the wake-up call to help get you on the right track. So I want to thank Anne-Marie for allowing me to share this with all of you. It says a lot about her as a leader that she's willing uh, to do that. So can't wait to get right into the episode. But here's my coaching session with Anne-Marie. Uh, I'll talk to you when the session is over. Let me go over some of the notes here that you shared with us just to provide a little context for the session today. Yep. You have, uh, so you're a mother of three, born a French Canadian. You've been with your company for four years. 
Sounds like you had success pretty quickly and you've been full time in your business now for since January of 2017. So it all sounds like it happened pretty quickly for you, which is great. November of uh, two years ago, you hit the top rank in the company. So you've been at a six-figure income level for two years, which is incredible. And it looks like volume, you're averaging around 125000 a month. Is that correct? Yep. Okay, cool. Well, that's incredible. Congratulations on all your success. Over the last year, you've grown 70%, which is uh, even more amazing. Um, but despite all that, you're struggling a little bit. And um, so you said your biggest struggle seems to be finding and developing leaders. Last year, you personally recruited 23 people, but none of them really actually panned out. Sounds like that has kind of taken its toll on your confidence a little bit. We'll dig into that. But you also really view a big problem for you. And it sounds like you're on the right track. You've identified this as what it is. It's a big red light story for you, which is... I was um, afraid you would say that. Yeah, come on. (laughs) I feel, you know, you should know me better by now to know that that's where we're going to go with this. But, But the obstacle in your mind is that you are in Quebec which is a predominantly French-speaking province of Canada. And um, the company does not have a lot of support materials in terms of French speaking. So you kind of feel like you're left on an island out to dry. Now, you've been fortunate because you lived in the States and you've built a team in the States, but you're really wanting to take advantage of this opportunity where you live. But you're really feeling as though there's a lot of obstacles in your way because there's just not a lot of materials or support and and that's kind of sounds like it's creating a little bit of an issue for you. So is that a pretty accurate assessment of where you are right now? It is. Can I say something before you guys we start? Yeah. I've been following you since January 2017. And I found you just, I don't know, I think it was one in one of our group from the company. But and as soon as I listened to you, I was like, ooh, I really like this guy. He's right to the point in your face. And I, back then I was visiting a friend in New Jersey and I drove the entire nine hours listening to your podcast. (laughs) And honestly, I would not be where I am today if I had not been following you ever. I mean, I'm a really good student. I applied everything you said. And even though I've been kind of silently following you, I'm really happy to be talking to you today. And I want to say thank you so much for putting out there what you your work and what you do and your energy. And you know, what's funny also is that I know when I'm not fitting right, I can't listen to you. I'm like, Bob, I can't right now. <laughs> it's like, you it's too much. So you're kind of became my thermometer in a way. Anyway. Good. Yeah. Well, I, I really, that means a lot to hear. And I, I appreciate your support over the last couple of years. And I'm, you know, that, that makes me even look more forward to the, our conversation. I present you as my virtual mentor that you know it or not, you are. Good. Well, that's, that's why I'm here. So, so Amory, let me ask you this just to, um, so you've been a member of this program for how long? Two weeks. I'm a baby. You're brand new. And then were you a member of LLA? I did it for quite a bit. Now I can't remember because I feel it's been March 2020 forever. But I did for a little bit. But I've listened to any live you put on your wall on your Got group. It. Okay. But you're a new you're a newbie here. Yes. And are you also a newbie to the formula work? 
I am, and I don't okay. like it. Okay, well, that's all right. That's just, it's good. <laughs> it's good to know that because it'll it will determine the way that I coach you, right? Knowing okay. that you're you're still new to the concept and you haven't really had a chance to practice it yet. So my goal will be in this session, Amory, is to try to help you gain some awareness as to where your focus needs to be with the formula. So that, that'll be, you know, hopefully we'll come out of this with a game plan for you to work on. I know we'll come out of this with a game plan for you to work on. So, um, all right. So let's talk first about the issue of developing leaders. So you recruited 23 people last. So, so here's the starting point of the formula for whatever we do. And the formula is you need to think of the formula as the new operating system for your mind. Because the bottom line is most of us have an operating system that does not serve us very well. We have a tendency to always look to the circumstances of our life and focus on the negative. And we develop red light stories and limiting beliefs that hold us back, even despite incredible success, which I think if we just look at the circumstances, the circumstances are just, they're what are true. Mm -hmm. They're not positive or negative. They're only what we make them. But I would argue that the circumstances of your business based off of what you've accomplished has been pretty incredible. I know. I was listening to you reading whatever I sent you and I was like, well, that sounds pretty darn good. Yeah. But here's here's what you've chosen to do. Yeah. I want you to understand this is, it's not been a conscious choice of yours, but this is what you've chosen to focus on. You've not, and and I'm not saying you do this all the time, but we're on this session. So this is obviously an issue for you. Your team has grown 70% in a year. Is that true? It is. Year over year, right? So that you can't argue that. I mean, that's just the facts. Mm-hmm. And in the last six months, it sounds like you've been growing even more. Yes. But it sounds to me like you've been focusing more on the fact that you've personally sponsored 23 people that just for some reason have not made it to a certain level in your company. And that has you feeling a little down on yourself as a leader. Um, I was trying to think about that because working the formula, a lot of examples are, I feel like I'm a bad leader. I do not associate with that thought. I was trying to find what it is then that is making me feel the way I do. And I haven't, I don't know yet. I don't think I'm a bad leader. I really don't. I love what I do and I put a lot of heart in it and I don't know. So let me ask you this. You say your biggest struggle is to find and develop leaders. Are you telling me that you don't have a lot of leaders on your team today? No, I do. Okay. I do. Um, like I explained with the situation of my company, we need specific, we need four legs of a certain level to reach the top title. And right now I only have three. The mm-hmm. fourth one is I, I need to face the fact that she's not a leader and never will be. So I need to find a whole other, I need to build a whole, whole other leg. That's what I'm realizing. Does your compensation plan require that person to be directly sponsored to you for rank advancement? Necessarily. Uh, so it can be anywhere, uh, four, it can be anywhere in your group. Four, four first lines. Yeah. Four, four first line at the director title? Yeah. Got it. And how much total team volume is director? 10,000 per month. Okay. So you have three people direct to you right now that do over 10,000 per month? Yeah. Okay, got it. And that's out of how many that you think you've sponsored since you've been in your business? Personally? Yeah. It has to be at least 75, if not 100. Okay, got it. So it's not that you can't find and develop leaders. You've already done it three times. I know. Right? It just so happens that last year, it didn't happen. 
So my question to you is this, what did you make that mean that you recruited 23 consultants last year, but none of them reached director? Well, it goes back to my red light story of Quebec people with the cultural aspect of what we are. And, and like I said, it's probably a red light story, but I'm just going to say it anyway. It is, I find it hard to identify with a company that you don't understand whatever they're saying. And I'm thinking maybe I need to change my strategy and focus mostly on the English prospecting, English-speaking prospects, if it makes sense. That's kind of, I want. I really wanted to have your opinion on this. Yeah, I mean, that's one potential option. Because all my leaders are American. Here's what I think is interesting. And I think this is the crux of what we do with this work here, where the beginning point of the formula is learning how to separate the story you've created from the circumstance of your life. The circumstance of your life right now, as it pertains to you building in a French Canadian speaking market is that your company has no support materials. That's the circumstance. You can't argue that, right? Like they just don't exist. No. Mm -hmm. That's, but here's what I want you to understand, Anne-Marie, and this is where sometimes people struggle with this. That's not good or bad. It's only what you make it. It's a lot of work for me, that's for sure, because it means I need to translate everything. Yeah, well, it's been a lot of work for you to get to where you are today, hasn't it been? Yeah, by myself. Right. So, But your problem is not that there aren't any French-speaking materials. It's that you believe there should be and that you're viewing it as an obstacle to your success. Mm -hmm. Because I'll promise you this. Here's what I will promise you will happen. (laughs) Someone, if not, if they haven't already done this, it sounds like there hasn't been, Somebody will join your company in your area and choose to not see this as an obstacle, but see it as a tremendous opportunity. And they will, with enthusiasm and passion, take on the challenge and the hard work of creating what they need to create in order for them to do what they need to do in their market. And they will build a team where you live and they will prosper big time from this opportunity. But here's the only difference between them and where you are today. They'll view it as an opportunity, not a challenge. But here's what's so interesting. Really, neither one of them are true. They're just what you decide to make it. See, that's the thing about beliefs. Beliefs aren't true. Either way, you're going to make up a story. Either this is a good thing or a bad thing. But here's the problem. When you focus on the red light story that you know, they don't have any support materials and this is going to be so much work, me doing it myself. How does that make you feel? I'm exhausted. I mean, I was the biggest cheerleader for Quebec for the first three years. And this year, I just, that's how, that's why I joined this group. I'm burned out and I'm bored because I feel like I'm doing the same thing over and over again. And I'm tired. And why, why are you no longer a cheerleader for the company as it pertains to where you live? I don't know. It sounds like you're exhausted because they haven't done what you've asked them to do, which is create support materials that will help you in your business. I know. And it's also, I don't want to say betrayed because it's a very strong word. And again, I'm French, but I did have a face-to-face with the CEO and she did promise she would three years ago and nothing happened. They can't justify the cost. So it's been very frustrating. Plus being the only leader here, I have no one to partner with. So I'm just, I'm just tired. You want to know why they can't justify the cost? Because I'm doing the damn work for them. No, because there's not enough consultants where you live because nobody's actually taken the responsibility of doing it themselves. And they're all waiting. I know, but is it the chicken or is it the egg? It's it's whichever one you want to make it. Here's Here's the only thing I want you to realize. 
your attitude right now is never going to serve you to changing your circumstances. It's going to continue to stay this way. You're going to become even more disenfranchised with your company, more overwhelmed and more burned out. And you're probably going to want to give up at some point. But is, is that what you really want? Is that the way you want to go through life as it pertains to your business? Has it been a very pleasurable existence for you recently inside of your business? Um, no, it's been frustrating for sure. You understand it does not have to be frustrating. You're choosing to make it frustrating. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm not saying that this is fair. Fair is really just a judgment. I'm not saying that this isn't going to be hard work. But all I'm trying to get you to understand is you have a choice in this moment moving forward. The circumstances are not going to change. They are what they are. You have a choice. Do you want to focus? Do you want to look at this as a problem or an opportunity? And that choice will determine how the rest of this plays out for you. Because if we can learn how to master our mind and just focus on what we can control, right? Look, listen, I can relate to your story more than you even know. I was in a company that marketed uh, gas and electricity utility services, okay? And the nature of our business in the States were, where there were only, we were only like when I first joined the company, we literally could only build a business in two states because those were the only states that, that our company was providing services. And over time, they would open up new markets. But the big market that everybody wanted to be in was Texas because mm-hmm. Texas was the first deregulated market. There was a huge opportunity. Our company promised us that they would be opening up in Texas. In I think it was like, uh, I don't know, it was maybe January of 2012. Three years later, still no Texas. I had actually spent time and money pre-building a team in Texas with people waiting for the service, me over and over again, telling them it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. So I literally built a team and materials and support and training that for two years, we couldn't even sign up a customer. Couldn't even make money. Now, you don't have that problem. You can at least get customers and make money. Your problem is supporting and training on the back end. But I know what it feels like to feel betrayed by a company. I got to a point where I just had to say to myself, it's not serving me holding on to this anymore. You know, there's always a lot of different things at play that we don't really understand. And it sounds to me like one of the things, though, if you want to get this circumstance changed, you do have control over which is you need to build more consultants in your area to justify the expense. Now, the only way that's going to happen is what? We can't wait for the company to do it for us anymore. What do we have to do? Do it ourselves. We got to do it ourselves. By the way, it's not their business. It's your business. I'm right. When you signed up, when you signed (laughs) up, it it said independent representative when you signed up. Does that make sense? It does. Now, can I ask you this? So my team being bilingual and having only 24 hours a day, like any one of you guys, do you consider I need to make every single document in French and in English? Which means also for WAM meetings that we already have, I need to do some in French and some in English. And then I do the monthly meeting in French and the monthly meeting in English. It's a lot of freaking work. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So where do I... What is the monthly meeting? You're talking about WAM meetings? Uh, the WAM is... No, the WAM is weekly. Yeah. Like, what is the because, monthly meeting that you're talking So it's about? more like what's coming next month with our business and that <clears throat> the entire team is invited at that one. Okay. Why do you have to do the English one? 
You mean I could delegate it? Yeah. Okay. I have the feeling that it would be good once in a while that people do see my face as well because I am part of this team. Yeah. I might be wrong, but... I mean, I they see your, they'll see your face in the group. They'll see your face on lives. I'm sure you're doing those types of things throughout the course of the month, right? Yeah. I, I, what I'm just challenging you to think about is I guarantee you, Anne-Marie, there are a lot of things that you think you have to do that you really do not need to do. I know. And the only... What I want you to recognize, this is probably the root of one of your issues is you need to let go of control. (laughs) You need to let go of your incredibly high standard of how things need to be done in order for them to be right. And you need to start delegating and elevating to the people on your team, giving them a chance to fail, not do it quite as good as you, but still have it be good enough so that they can grow and become the person you need them to be. This is the reason why you're struggling to develop leaders. And why you're feeling overwhelmed and exhausted because you're putting way too much on your own shoulders. And it does not have to be that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, they do have their weekly team meetings. So I thought I would do the monthly one, but I hear you. I'm just yeah. trying I'm just to... using this as an example, right? I'm just, yeah, yeah. I just want you to start. See, here's the thing. It sounds like too, on some level, there's a little bit of a limiting belief around how you create success, that it's a result of time and effort. That's not how you become successful working harder. You become successful working smarter. For sure. Right. Money and success are a byproduct of impact and service. How many people's problems can you help solve? Now, that does not necessarily have to be a function of time. Now, so like some examples of what I'm thinking about is, you know, you have instead of, um, instead of delivering uh, a training live, you record yourself on video doing it once and leverage that as, an, as a tool that people can use. You delegate other people to have responsibilities and have expectations of them to help push them up. You create systems that will do a lot of the heavy lifting in terms of calls and answering questions and closing a sport. Like there are things that we can do that fall into the category of working smarter that will allow us to scale our results without having to cannibalize our own time. These, I mean, this is really the foundation of what this program is built upon. But because here's the reality, if you're going to do what we're talking about, and listen, I think it would be a huge missed opportunity if you don't on some level, just finally take the reins here and say, let me just do what I got to do to start making some progress where I am. It's going to require you to have people on the English speaking side of your business to step up so that you can free up time to be able to create the assets and the tools that you need in order to be able to do what you do. I don't think you have to translate every single document. Because let's be real. Quite frankly, most people probably don't even look at 90% of what you give them. Yeah, I know. So That's why waste your time? Part. Right? Let's boil it down to the absolute bare minimum. What does somebody need to build a business? Right? They need one good third-party tool. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't have it. So guess what? You create it. If you gave me five to 10 minutes as a French-speaking Canadian, Five to 10 minutes, you had to explain to me what you do in a way to get me interested. Just record yourself on video doing that and give it to your team. Now, mm-hmm. you, you know, we may want to, you know, there may, here's the advice I'll give you. Okay. Take this with a grain of salt. Okay. Anytime we talk about this, there's always the instance of compliance. Okay. I've always went with the line of thought where I know how that's going to go. Right. That's, I, that tool probably won't see the light of the day for the next six months. I will create it. 
and I will just apologize in at the end of it and say I didn't even realize, right? Like they're never you're never going to get in really big trouble creating something because it doesn't exist so that you can go out and build a business. So my advice would be create the tool, start using it, and if it comes up after the fact that it's an issue, then you can deal with it at that point. My guess would be as long as you're not making claims regarding income and you know, health claims, right? You know how to do that, that it'll be fine. And I promise you, if all you did was create like a five to seven minute video in you speaking French. Now, here's what I want you to do though. I want you to take the circumstances, which are the company doesn't even have French speaking materials. I want you to take that and make that the story. Create a tool talking about the timing of this opportunity. We are working with a half a billion dollar company in the US that literally doesn't even have a video yet here. Are you kidding me? Can you imagine if you would have joined before they had a video in the States where you would be today? We are looking for visionary women entrepreneurs that want to go out and change the world together. That's the message. The very thing that you're viewing as an obstacle becomes the thing that attracts people. But it's only if you believe that. Mm -hmm. Because if you start believing that, the people that come around you will believe that. Look, I used to tell, I used to be like, I used to tell my Texas leaders, I'd be like, guys, you don't realize it. Like, I get it. You can't even make money when you sign somebody up. But do you understand how amazing that is? Do you understand how amazing you can go out and recruit people before you can even get a single customer? Imagine the network that we can build. So the day they bring the service, we turn on the faucets. You've got thousands of people paying energy bills. You're making thousands of dollars like that. I just sold it to them from a different perspective. Mm -hmm. Some people would be like, dude, I can't even sign a customer up. Like what? I'm like, okay, all right. I'm not looking for you. I'm looking for the people that have vision. You talk about vision. Mm -hmm. But do you see how by just shifting your belief around this circumstance and changing the conversation, that's the opportunity you have. So you create a tool. That's the number one thing you need is a tool. And then you figure yeah. out at a minimum, what do I need so that somebody can enroll? Are your enrollments done online? They are. Do they have a French enrollment form that somebody can use? They have to at least have something that... Yes, the site is... Poorly translated, right. but it's but still it translated. It right. is, yes. So guess what? Hey guys, they haven't even translated the site right yet. Are you kidding <laughs> me? Like, are you kidding? You know how early we are? This is incredible. Look, they don't even <laughs> spell that word right. This is amazing. <laughs> you see what I'm talking about here? I know, I do. That starts with you. You're just flipping it over. I know. I, I get it. That's all the formula <laughs> is. This is what I'm trying to teach you. Like, guys, listen, you don't under, like, I realize, you know, Megan and I were talking about this the other day. We understand the biggest challenge you guys still face is really the practice of this and getting it. We're going to be doing something next month to help you with this. I don't, if you haven't heard already, we're going to be making an announcement. We're doing a formula challenge next month. So we are going to be doing a 30-day formula challenge where I'm going to be in, in the beginning of the month, I'm going to be teaching you how I want you to use the worksheets. And we're adding on additional support calls for the month of November. And we're going to get you accountable to doing this every single day. But we're going to help you do it. But this is, this is all the formula is. is. It's literally just flipping the opposite perspective and building a story around that. Because here's what I can tell you. Your current story is not going to lead you to the results that you want ever. 
I know. Either way, guess what we're doing? You've made up a story and I'm making up a story. Here's your choice. Which story do you want to have? Because mm-hmm. I promise you my story, extrapolate that 12 months from now, you come back and check with me. I, I promise you my team is much bigger than your team. Mm-hmm. I was a trailblazer for a bit and I got tired. So I need to find that joy back and that passion back. And I'll re-listen to whatever you just said. Also let it sit in, sink in. But um, you're right. I was. I felt like I was at a crossroad. Do I only focus on the English market or do I continue? Like, I didn't know what to do. So it's just very clear to me now. Well, that's the wrong question because that's a question based out of scarcity and fear. Like you have to pick one or the other. The right question is this. How can I continue to support and grow my English market, but then at the same time, do what I need to do to build the French market? Start with a different question, one that is more empowering to you because any... Either or is always a question based in scarcity, not abundance and not love. How do I do both? Start with a different question and it leads you to a different series of actions. The way that you do both is by empowering people on the English speaking side of things, making sure you have the proper systems in place to support that growth without you having to constantly be on top of people. You already have your WAM meeting set up. That's all you need to do right now, quite frankly. You know, you show your face in the group every now and then. Like I would literally, especially just like we're talking about like a short-term decision here, right? There's going to be a short-term sacrifice that you're going to just need to commit some time to creating materials and thinking through a process in French that doesn't exist right now. So maybe the next 60 days, you're going to, you know, you're going to need certain people to step up. But you want to know what? They're going to, they're going to rise to that challenge. And they've been waiting for this opportunity. See, here's what we realize sometimes when we start letting go of control is that we've really been holding people back. Mm-hmm. They may not be conscious of that and we might not, but it happens. And I think, I think, truly believe this, Anne-Marie, that six months from now, you're going to look back at your decision to do this as the, one of the best things you've ever done because you're going to have people on your English-speaking team that are going to blossom in a way that you never thought they would. Mm-hmm. Only because of this. Now, you have to believe that to be true as well. Now, is there any way I know that that... Is there any way I have no... I can know that that's true? Can I predict the future six months from now? No. No. (laughs) But if I tell myself that story every day, that this is going to be the best thing I ever do for you, because it's going to help you become the leader that you were created to be, do you think that's going to influence the way that I interact with that person and the actions that I take? For sure. See, that's, that's where, this is what mastering your mind is all about. People stress mm-hmm. out so much about making the right decision. There's no such thing as the right decision. You make a decision and you make it right. Choose the story that you want, that you know will best serve you moving forward, and then work on believing that story and taking the actions that will lead you in that direction. Now, this only comes to you through awareness, and awareness only comes through practice, the daily practice of the formula. Like you knew on some level that a lot of this was a red light story. I did. <laughs> right. But you haven't, you hadn't really, you hadn't really developed the skill set of being able to see the other side of that, to build that green light story. So let this be the seed of that story, the starting point for you. My assignment to you would be to come back and watch this, right? Mm-hmm. And really internalize it because you can't, you're not necessarily receiving it the way you need to in the moment, but come back to this and really internalize this. And what what I want you, here's what I want you to feel. I want you to feel the energy and the intentions behind the words that I'm using. 
Like, I want you to feel how I believe. I'm not even you and I'm not even, but I, I want you to feel how I believe with everything in me what I'm telling you. And I want you to understand that's the place that you need to create from because that's what's going to attract. Like that needs to be the energy that when you're creating that tool, that people are like, I don't even know what this thing is, but I am so excited to find out because I just don't want to miss out on something, right? Like that needs to be the place that you're creating. Because I feel like part of your problem is you've lost lost your vision for what, what the next step is. Like you've worked so hard to get to where you are and you've probably already accomplished so much more than you ever thought you would. But now you're stuck in this kind of plateau of like, you don't see what's next. And a lot of it is because you're focusing on your circumstances and how can I get there given change your story, get a new vision for where you want to go. Part of this vision is changing the lives of the people in the very country that you are a part of, that you love so much with this amazing thing, introducing them to this incredible movement and mission in your company and being one of the founding people to literally change the way that Canadians live their lives. Because that's essentially, that's what you guys are doing. Yeah. That needs to become a part of, of just what you're, you wake up every day and you have that sense of purpose. And if you start from that place, I promise you things will shift for you. I believe you. And I really needed to hear this. That's for sure. Yeah. So look, the good news is you are exactly where you need to be. Mm-hmm. So just have faith in the process, you know, and and just take a step. Just do something. Just create the tool. Don't focus on everything you need to do. Because all that's going to do is bring you right back to fear and being discouraged. Just say, okay, I just want to create this video. Because I know the video is the first thing. And I'm going to just focus my time and effort on the video. And when the video is done, I'm going to say, okay, so what's the next step? Somebody wants to sign up. Do I need to write an email? Do I need to create a document? Just one thing at a time. You probably don't need anything more than three or four pieces of material to actually get this ball moving. Do that at a minimum. And then here's what I would rather have you do, Anne-Marie. Create it once you figure out you need it. Like, oh, shoot, people are out. We don't have this. Let me Don't just create a bunch of stuff and then realize, well, I did all this work. I don't even need this. Create it as you find out you need it. It will. That's going to be a much more doable way for for you to move forward from this. It's freeing for sure. Yeah. I'll I'll tell you what I'm excited about. I can't wait to have this conversation with you a year from now Mm -hmm. when you're talking about what you've created and and you're telling me at that point, now the company's creating the videos and the support materials because they just watch. Like, I can't wait to have that conversation. Like, I can see that conversation so clearly right now. I can't wait to have that conversation with you a year from now. Well, cheers to that for sure. Awesome. Great. Well, hey, listen, great job today and congratulations on uh, your success. And I'm so excited to have you inside the program. I know this is going to be exactly what you need. Thank you, Bob. Okay. You got it. Cool. All right, everybody. How good was that? I mean, isn't it so powerful when you just think about this story that you want to make up, right? Like we took this issue that she was viewing as such an obstacle, right? It's such a challenge standing in her way. And by simply reframing the story around it, we had her looking at it with excitement and enthusiasm as as an opportunity. And that's what's so interesting, right? This is the reason why you can have two people going through the exact same set of circumstances in their life. And one of them winds up struggling and never seeing success. And the other one prospers and excels. And you have to ask yourself, what's the difference? Same circumstances, 
right? Same market, lack of materials, but one person wins, the other doesn't because they chose a different perspective. They chose to look at it in a positive light. They created a green light story. And they, look, if that's something you can do every day is always choose a different perspective, one that serves you to, to give you the confidence and belief you need to move forward. That's how you win in life. This is what mastering your own mind is about. So look, I really, really hope you got a lot of value. Share, do me a favor, share this episode with somebody that you think it can help. And look, if you did get some value out of it, let me know, right? If you're listening on your phone, as I know probably most of you are, hey, tag me in the story on Instagram. Let me know what, what was your biggest takeaway. I'd love to hear from you. And once again, thank you so much to Anne-Marie for allowing us to publish this episode. So with that, have a great week, everybody. I love and appreciate all of you for being here. I'll see you soon on the next episode. Take care. 